y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Stranger Things, Jigsaw, The Florida Project, Victoria and Abdul, and Kathy Griffin. Griffith. Griffin? Griffin. Griffin. Why did I just forget that? <laughs> also, did you hear that deep inhale I took before I started talking? I was like, hey, <gasps> Um, With me as always, my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Look at David. Oh, he looks stunning. What's up? Nothing. How's your week? Great. Anything exciting happen? No. We dressed up yesterday. That was fun. Are you not proud of me that I made Kelly Clarkson one of our topics? Oh, I'm thrilled. Don't say that. She... Uh, let's just not get into it. No, I want to hear. <laughs> what are you going to say? Kelly Clarkson's new album, Meaning of Life, go buy it. Yeah, that's about it. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember. Just say it. You're going to stress me out. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about what you were telling me about her doing Super Bowl. She was saying she didn't want to pay. Yeah, it's like, like you said, first of all, girl, you ain't being asked. So you shouldn't be having that conversation. I mean, she said it like in one passing comment. It wasn't like she made a headline about it. It just makes you, like, first of all, I don't, never mind. I just can't think about it. You don't it. like her now? I know it's not that I don't like her. I just think it's dumb to say that. Because yeah. so many other people have done it, and it's been hugely successful for them. Yeah. But she's also nowhere near as big as the other people. No. So like you said, she's not well, she's, quite the yeah, Super Bowl different. type. She's completely different. Yeah. Dang. What? You, the Dodgers are playing today? Oh my gosh, who cares? They put a thing on the Farmer's Market Tower, we love Dodgers or whatever. I was like, is this real? Who likes sports? <laughs> okay, the first thing we're going to talk about is Stranger Things. Stranger Things Season 2 came out on Friday on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You are how far into it? Not far enough. You watched the first one, though? Yeah. That's enough of a start. Yeah. Um... We'll talk about it again next week, obviously, as we get more and more into it. What were your initial thoughts? Love it. I completely disagree with everything that you say about it. Because you originally said it was bad. I think that both... I feel exactly the same way about both seasons. There are a lot of things that are just okay. But I like it. I enjoy it. Obviously, I'm like totally... It's not like Orange is New Black where I watch it in three, three days and... I don't really actually like it. Like, when Orange is the New Black is over, I feel like I, I'm a gas tank that has just been emptied. Like, when Stranger Things is over, I'm like, this is excellent. It's very fulfilling. But what do you think is bad about it? There's just a cheese factor that I don't love. I don't think all the acting is all that great. And I think the, a lot of the writing is, like, just okay. But it's, overall, all the pieces come together and it's great. Mm. But there are definitely some places where I'm like, oh, the cop, I don't love. Interesting. And also, Wine on a Rider is cuckoo. Yeah, I mean, that's what, she, that's what she has to be. Yeah. I mean, her, yeah, there's just some, there, I mean, but I like it. I'm not trying to down on it. I like, I do enjoy it. But you said verbatim that it was not very good. I said it's kind of good, kind of bad. Altogether, it's great. I've watched, <laughs> I'll, and I'll continue to watch it. I just don't agree with the latter part of it. You don't think anything is bad about it? No. Which is fine. I think it's exactly what it needs to be. Definitely. The end. Period. <laughs> I was only I was worried for the, in the first episode because the boy who plays Will, who was absent the entire first season, basically, mm-hmm. 
was so has so heavily featured. Hang and on. okay, there we go. I'm sorry, and I don't have good posture. The woman in yoga called me out on it today. She said, "Oh, your posture's not very good." I can't believe she said it to me. She also called a, our butt our bum bum. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah, no." We did a half lizard pose. Mm-mm. Exactly. You saw Demi Lovato was her for yes. Halloween. She looked good. Um. Anyway, I don't know what I was talking about anymore. Oh, I was nervous about the little boy, but then as it continues, he is phenomenal. And honestly, they give him better material than they give Millie Bobby Brown so far. But I, I'm only I think four in, so mm. I still have quite a bit to go. I mean, there's only nine episodes. It's longer than last season. How many was less than eight? Eight. Wow. How many seasons do you think they're going to be? Five? Four. Maybe five. But, you know, they tried to film three and four, like, together, and the kids' agents kiboshed that, like, immediately. Why? Because they were saying it takes away any opportunity for them to do anything else in between seasons. Mm, what else? I mean, I'm not trying to see anybody in this. Oh, definitely. In real life. Millie Bobby Brown, I think, will branch out and do something else. Obviously, Finn Whitrock mm-hmm. or whatever. Is that his name? Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Who's Finn Whitrock? I don't know. Isn't that the boy from American Horror Story? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not cuckoo. And I don't know. But some of the little kids I think will be okay. The one who's aging the fastest is that the boy with the curly hair. Yeah, with no teeth. Oh, he's like a grown-up now. Yeah. Also, he has a unibrow. I mean, we're just going to call it out. Is that not nice to say? No, especially about a kid. But he's so good and adorable. And that little boy looks like Kaylea. <laughs> Caleb. I can't think of his last name. Anyway, the kids are all phenomenal. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was nervous also they took they take a long time to get the plot for the new season rolling. They spend a lot of time focusing on how like where they left off. And I was like, okay, but where does this but it does, so I can't wait to continue. Anything else you want to say about it? No, I've literally only watched an episode. That's enough to at least have a thought. <laughs> I love it. I told you. Don't yell. Okay, next we're going to talk about Jigsaw. Jigsaw is the newest <sighs> installment in the Saw franchise. So it ended a couple years ago with Saw 3D. Which was like the fifth movie. And it came back with Jigsaw. Saul. Get it? Saul with an L. I'm from Hillsborough. Um... And did you see all the Saw movies? No, I told you I stopped Saw 2, where all those syringes were in her. I think I stopped on 4. There's seven. Oh. And the original. 7 in the original franchise. And I maybe I saw 5. I did not see Saw 3D. And I know I didn't hadn't seen the one before that either. That's when I was like moving and stuff, so it was like I I lost a lot of movies in that time. Um what a disaster to have lost those. Yeah. Anyway. God forbid. The, here's what I'll say. It, it, like the people who own the rights to it or whatever, like the distributor, they said that they were completely done with it and they weren't, had no plans to bring it back, but that the two directors pitched them this idea that they could not say no to. It was irresistible. It was so fresh and such a great take on where it could go and where it would be now. And that's why they made this movie. That is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life because it was the most basic, boring version of a Saw movie. Anybody in the entire world 
could have watched Saul like one through four and written that movie. Totally. And I mean anybody like a ten year old. It was not good. No. Actors were terrible. The problem with Saul, and this is the same problem I have with the last couple, which is why I stopped watching them, is that the first two movies were actual movies. Yeah. Like, what's the one with Vera Farmiga? Conjuring. Yeah, or like Insidious. Like, those kind of movies where it's like, they, like, yes, they're scary pop-up kind of movies, but they at least have some base level of, like, actors acting with a fluid storyline that is creative in some way yeah the first saw is such a good movie totally like outside of it just being like a gory horror movie yeah. it's like actually a good movie yeah the second one was a little less but the scares were so good and it was so exactly. gross it was worth it but it's like after it gets past that it just becomes like paint by numbers and right. this was literally nothing new or creative or original about it at all and they spend the entire time with these five people or it starts out as five people that are trapped in a room and then like they go through like three different like traps which is the whole point of the Saul movies are like the traps that they have to go through the games they have to go through and that wasn't fun to me because those all the five of those actors were terrible and very annoying right from the first scene it's like yeah there has to be another level to this the only satisfying thing was watching people's like heads split into like an octopus like legs like it just went like a banana what do you think uh, i know this is like such a gross foul question yeah it's fine but is it the fact that it's fake that makes us think oh like if i saw this in real life i would not find any enjoyment out of it because we find thrill like we find it fun talk about this all the time you know what i mean like if we saw that happen on the street we would close our eyes oh absolutely I mean, in the movie, I had to close at the very. This doesn't spoil a thing because in the trailer, you know, when they have the buckets on their head yeah. and they're getting sucked into yeah. the little saws, I like literally was like, "Ooh, oh, yeah. that freaked me out." So what about it? I don't know. Why do we watch horror movies? But people are getting killed in real life, and we're not like, "Yeah," right? But in movies, we're like, "Kill her, right. <laughs> stab her." Isn't that weird? Oh, it's so weird. It's pretty twisted. I mean, Halloween, like you think like older scary movies. Why are we watching that? Why are we supporting that? Right. I mean, it's a teenage girl getting hunted. Literally getting murdered. But, like, they're great. I don't know. Right. I love scary movies. So do I. So, anyway, this is not the one. No. Boo, Medea, and this. Like, where it's two bad number ones in a row. <laughs> Boo was number one. Uh, yes, but this week, Jigsaw was. But Yikes. not by a lot. Like, 16 million or something like that. And it was supposed to make over 20. Wow. Um... So, yeah, that's that. Next, we're going to talk about the Florida Project. The Florida Project... I just had a stroke. <laughs> the Florida Project um, stars... What's his face? Willem, Willem Dafoe. I just... I need to take a break, apparently. I'm sounding like I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, the Florida Project stars Willem Dafoe. It's made by the guy who did Tangerine. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen that, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it. That's bizarre. You I, would absolutely hate it. I hate when you say stuff like that. I like this. I didn't say you were ever going to hate it. They're, these two, I mean, they're so totally different. Okay. It's about a couple kids that live in a motel and one of the girl's mother. It's about people that live in a motel, essentially, in Florida. Right. It's very much like slice of life kind like, of movie. Like a home movie. Exactly. At, I, like at times it felt like a documentary. Uh, definitely. Which I loved. Uh it was some of the best kid acting 
probably ever. Yeah, totally. Simply because, not because they were doing anything extraordinary, but simply because them existing felt so real. Totally. I would love to know, which I'm sure will be on the Blu-ray DVD combo pack, how they, like how much of that was scripted and how much of that was like the three of you run around. Exists. Because they, that main girl was so, so good. Love her. Willem Dafoe, I was, I thought he did a fantastic job. Me too. But I don't know that, like, a lot of, he's been getting a lot of, like, award season buzz. I don't, I don't know. I thought he did a nice job. The mom, to me, would be deserving of some sort of acting award. Yeah. He was just, I mean, he just, he did his job. Right. Then again, Octavia Spencer always does her job and gets nominated, so I don't know what to think. Um... But, yeah, I thought it was a very nice movie. The last 30 seconds, they changed the style of movie. Yeah, it's awful. They go from filming on film to filming on an iPhone. And that's just like a jarring experience. And it is so weird, and it pops out of place, and it goes from, like, literally the best, like, emotional pull moment ever to being... It's it just is so jarring. You're like, what? I wish it didn't happen. I wish it didn't either. But at the same time, I still left and was like, this was a great movie. Yeah, but it was like overshadowed, obviously. Yeah. Also, is there an airplane flying down the street? <laughs> Did you ever see that episode of Death Browsers where the plane crashes into the street? I never seen a single episode of that show. But you've seen the backlot tour at Universal. Yeah, that's what that's set. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's where the plane crash is. I, I imagine. Crash. You're so mean. You are so mean to me. And it's documented in podcast form. Ooh. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, the Florida Project is very good. And I imagine we'll be around a lot during award season. Maybe. Maybe not. In some capacity, yes. Yes. Um, next, we're going to talk about Victorian Abdul. Victorian Abdul stars Best movie of the year. Judy Dench and somebody I've never seen before. A very good actor who plays Abdul. Yeah. Um, it's about Queen Victoria and Eddie Izzard. And Eddie Izzard is her son. I didn't know that either. He's not in a single trailer that I recall. Um, which I love that. Don't you love in movies when they don't show people and then all of a sudden they pop up and you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, he was great also. It's about Queen Victoria and this man who comes and becomes like her helper, her little friend, mm-hmm. and their relationship. And anyway, what had the guy ever been in? N- nothing I've ever seen. He was phenomenal. Judy Dench was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It this is the so, second time she's played Queen Victoria. What was the first time? I have no idea. Did but you ever see Shakespeare in Love? No. Was that what it was? That She won an Oscar for that. I think she was Queen Elizabeth in that. Th- this Queen Elizabeth? That's Queen Victoria. What? No, that's what I mean. Like, the, this generation's yeah. Queen Elizabeth? No, the first. Yeah, no, the first. Oh. <laughs> Thank God Patrick's here. <laughs> Shakespeare in Love is so good. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like it. No appeal to me whatsoever. <laughs> Had you been watching movies at the time, you would have been like, oh my god, this is the best movie ever. Don't, I'm gonna roll my eyes. Don't make me. Um, anyway, Victorian Abdul is such a good movie. So sweet. A little corny. I like the corn, though. There was a po- points of it where like, I didn't really know what it was. No. 
it was like at some points too funny yeah at some points too serious Mm -hmm. if it was just like all serious or all funny i would have liked it better but it was so sweet yeah i mean i absolutely loved i cried like twice she was yeah absolutely incredible i already said that but i just thought oh judy dench but again on the oscar predictions he's nowhere to be found which is absurd to me. First of all, I mean, it's literally months and months and months away. Yeah, but if you're not even in the top, like, ten... Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you think people will look at that and they just cry? I would hope not. That's so depressing if you're just looking over it four months away. Okay. You know right. what I mean? Well, I'm looking over it. I mean, you're not an actor in those movies, though. Yet. What if I was Victorian Abdul? What would be worse is if you saw your name on the list and then you weren't nominated, like Oprah. <laughs> oh that made me sad I mean, because you know she has to be disappointed of course when it's She's like so you vain. build up okay this is another podcast that we're not going into how oprah is vain why are you are you mad at me are we in a fight that i'm I don't just know saying about? that she's obviously very much into herself so that would be heartbreaking for I'm anybody t- turn the mic off okay sure yes um <laughs> finally we're gonna talk about kathy griffin kathy griffin had a 17-minute video on YouTube that mm-hmm. she then posted all over her social media where she blasted Harvey Levin and Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, all these old executives. And a lot of women executives who did not stand up for her. Keep in mind, Andy Cohen is the man who essentially gave her her career. Mm-hmm. He produced, executive produced My Life on the D-List, so he has Emmys from that show. Which is what she said. Which is what she said. And he, it all started from TMZ posted this video of Andy Cohen, who had taken her New Year's Eve job with Anderson Cooper. And oh, by he taken, got that? Yeah. And by taken, she's got, been fired, and they replaced her with Andy Cohen. So it's not like he, like, swooped in and stole it from her. No. She's been fired for months. So... Andy, so Andy Cohen was bum rush at the airport at LAX, and they said, "Have you talked to Kathy Griffin about New Year's since you got the job or whatever?" And he said, "Like he did the Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez thing, where he said, I don't know her.'" And the guy pushed, and he was like, "I don't know her." He wouldn't drop it or let it go. So then Kathy Griffin retaliated by doing this video where she attacks Harvey Levin, the owner of TMZ. And says that he's, like, this terrible man. He's very in bed with the White House. That he is, like, harassing her and has been calling her. And And she played a voicemail, which he left his phone number in and just played his phone number out loud. Rightfully so. And uh, said that he had been harassing her. Even though in the what we see, he's not harassing her. He's just saying, hey, if you have a minute, call me. Here's my number. But, yeah, but coming from him, you I have know. to think there's something incriminating exactly. he's trying to get you But she said, to. even in her video, she just promoted her book on there, like, a few months ago, like, within a right. reach of time. So, anyway, then she goes on and on about Andy Cohen, about how he's offered her cocaine several times, and he never stuck up for her, and that, you know, he canceled her talk show because he wanted a talk show, and just goes on and on continuing to like rip him and harvey levin over and over the only thing first of all there were a lot of things i didn't agree with i love i do love kathy griffin even though her book her second book wasn't very good but 
I and I completely stand beside her in the Trump thing like she said she was sorry obviously her intention was not to like upset people in the way that she did and she like so I am with that too it's fine however you don't need to I don't I'm not necessarily in for like digging a hole her going up against TMZ is like ridiculous because her whole career is on bashing celebrities so it's like you can't build up this big wall about right, but how, she's a comedian yeah, but TMZ is for entertainment. It's the same thing. It's pop culture entertainment. TMZ, the show, is essentially a sick... I mean, like, comedy. They're just poking fun at people. The same way she's poking fun at people. Mm. Like, it's not the same thing, but it's it definitely in a similar boat. Yes, she's a comedian, but she's still making fun of people in a horrible way, and they're making fun of people in a horrible way. I agreed with a lot of her points. I mean, if that's the truth, then that's terrible, and I hate that. And him offering her cocaine, because she's like obviously so adamant about being sober. What do you think about her saying how he's misogynistic and literally is making money off women pulling each other's hair out, knowing that you watch Real Housewives? Well, her saying that he's he's anti-women or whatever, I don't know about all that. I mean, first of all, those women have careers because of him they all have very successful businesses and the housewives is what it is but also i mean they're women on tv trying to make a living the same way that the kardashians are on tv trying to make a living yes it's in a much crazier harsher way but they're putting on a show just like anybody on tv on reality tv is putting on a show Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just don't get it she's not the right voice for that kind of argument for me and there's a point where i think She's just, she's digging her hole further and further and further. I love her, and I hope that she has a career forever. She's fantastic at what she does and so funny. But, like, there's also a moment where it's, like, you, it's hard to laugh. Like, Chelsea Handler sometimes gets in that boat for me where it's, like, it's, you go so far away from what you are that it's, like, hard to come back when you're funny. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know what you mean by that. It just is like, I don't, it's hard to, like, you want her to see her as, like, funny. She's a comedian. So when she gets so serious all yeah, the time. Yeah, but does that mean digging, that she can't be like No, that? of course not. But when she's attacking people in this way, it's like, ooh, it just gets ugly. Yeah, but you also have to think, like, the flip side of it is the whole smear campaign against her. Yeah, absolutely. Which literally came from both of them, too. Andy Cohen didn't smear Kathy Griffin. Well, I mean, in the way that he just did, though, in the sense Yeah, that was weird. And I understand why she was upset. I just don't know that Dig, like, saying all these horrible things about him was yeah, the right way He's talked crap about her multiple, multiple times on his own show. Yeah. But he gave her a career. Right, but also was apparently non-existent throughout all of it. Was yeah. literally just, like, making money off of her. It's true. You know? <laughs> so it's a fine line on, on both. But I think it's very good that she's speaking up about that kind of stuff. Because why not? Who cares? She obviously doesn't. Which yeah. is even better. I love that. I love it too, but yeah. She said know. herself, she said me saying all these things means I will never work for any of their affiliates ever again. And she probably wouldn't have anyway. Mm, maybe. maybe. I still, I love Kathy Griffin. I wish she would figure out the right boat for herself. The talk show was it in a way. Fashion Police really was it. Yeah. But I understand why she left that because she thought it was going a sinking ship and she wanted to get off before it sunk. Right. Um, okay. Uh, our question of the week comes from Alan. He says, which fall shows would you cancel and renew? Cancel the mayor. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon will never get... Has that even come back yet? 
Isn't that weird how they like showed it and then it went off the? No, it comes back in November, I think. They oh, just showed like, like a, one week. That's bizarre. I don't get that. Like what? And renew, renew the new ones. I have watched zero of Shark Tank. It will be renewed forever <laughs> until those people like don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> There's like a point where reality shows where it's like you get in such a rhythm, you're not going to get canceled. Survivor, Amazing Race. Oh yeah, Survivor. Those two shows will never go off the air. No, Big Brother. Survivor is still like one of the top shows on TV. When do we find out about Celebrity Big Brother? It comes on right after Christmas. But when do you think they'll announce it? Soon. She said, Julie Chen, I just read an interview with her like a week ago where she was saying that they had an unreal amount of people try to get on the show. She said more than they ever were hoping. But it's not going to be on like CBS All Access. No, it's going to be on regular CBS. They're not ever doing a Big Brother on CBS All Access again. (laughs) I wonder how that Star Trek is doing now. I need to Google. Yeah. Wild. Also, the Orville. Mm-hmm. This is how the world works now. And, like, with... You know, like, now ratings don't really matter. Right. Because, like, it's all about streaming and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. The Orville had, like, a million viewers. It has, like, 16 through streaming. Isn't that insane? Yeah. First, the 16 million people watch that. Exactly. It's That's depressing. the sadder part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, This Is Us is good. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Your song of the week. <laughs> Evergreen by Yabba. I kissed my penny and I threw it in. I prayed I'd keep my soul. Went down to the river where the water bends. The only place I a good song and let me just say this now i know we're not usually the ones to say this but we've been on yabba's track for like three years no but like actually <laughs> i didn't remember that's who she was but yeah because yeah. She, i mean she's gone back and forth between like abby smith and yabba whatever. yeah yabba is her first name backwards oh no that's cute what's your first name backwards nerda eric <laughs> should we go by that i don't think so okay um, that song is a bop. Love also, it. it's been in every celebrity's Instagram story. Yeah, why do you think that is? In the last weekend. I, like, today when I was going through, it was in, like, four people's. Ben Platt's in a terrible singing it. Oh, yeah, that wasn't good. But I was like, at least he's promoting her. Because, you know, he's friends with Clark. Right. And Clark had her in that video. She's going to be famous, I bet. I, I think this song's going to, like, turn out for her. It sort of reminds me of, what's that girl that we loved? Um, Liana LaHavis. Oh, sure. Similar, like, vibe. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love it, though. I listened to it today in the stock room <laughs> when I was supposed to be pulling candy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Alana. Um, anyway, I was doing both. Uh, my song of the week is from Kelly CD. Cruel? No, but that is such a bob. And my one? record plays. <laughs> yes. I bought a vinyl, and it skipped, and the guy tried to tell me it's because my record player is cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Heat 
you listened to it yesterday. You liked it. I don't know, but you, in my head you did. This week you are looking forward to... We're seeing Pan's Labyrinth tomorrow. Oh, I cannot wait. On the big screen. I'm thrilled. And there's going to be people... The girl from that movie is is doing a Q&A How after. old is she? She's probably like 20-something now. Now that makes me excited. <laughs> Should we dress up? No. Should we wear a Handmaid's Tale costume? <laughs> and Halloween. I cannot wait for that. I'm excited to finish Stranger Things. Yeah. By this time next week we'll be done. Maybe you. You will be done. You're <laughs> off at 5 o'clock at 6 o'clock. What you doing all night? Well, I know you're going to bed at like 7.30. Right. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. I don't know that I have one this week. Who's yours? Suburbicon, which I didn't even see. Oh, the reviews. Suburbicon, when I was reading the box office preview for the weekend, I'm not weird. Um, they were talking about, they were writing, they write like the little summary for the movie. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how it was this movie about racial issues in like oh, a suburban yeah. neighborhood. Raise your hand if you've watched all the trailers that they've had for it and known that that was a movie about racial issues. Is I, there, I thought did, it was about like gangsters. I thought it was about like his wife went missing or something like, like Italian that. gangsters. Huh? And I asked you this in joke, but I mean it. Is there even a black person in the commercial? No. No. I mean, it just, that makes no sense. If that is the main plot, they've completely missed. So it was the worst directorial debut for him and the second worst of all time for Matt Damon. Besides All the Pretty Horses, which is such a good movie with Penelope Cruz. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, it is like the best Lifetime movie you could ever watch. Matt Damon, in the like before he figured mm-hmm. out to be this like serious actor, mm-hmm. like Legend of Bagger Vance, he made some really good like middle of the road movies back in the day <laughs> i don't even know those anyway <laughs> they were in theaters uh, yes what do you think i did dug up movies out of the woods yes they were in theaters um anyway what did you do before movie pass went to the well here's the thing when katie lived here yeah we weren't going to the movies all the time right. but then when oscar season rolled around we would spend i would spend all of my money going to the movies right then when robin was here we started going to the movies more and more yeah. the four of us five of us yeah. six of us did so then we were eventually going like every single weekend thank god for the twins telling us yeah. about movie pass can you believe we were okay with paying fifty dollars a month i'm still okay with paying it i mean me too but now we're paying ten I know. And it also, every person I know has movie pass now. Who were we with yesterday? Meg. Oh, yeah. Meg and Jake were like, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, every, like, literally half my phone is texting me, like, oh, I have movie pass. Let's hang out. And Isaac still never got his. I'm sorry. He doesn't listen to this, but no. if he did, I'm sorry. Max listens. And I saw a movie with him. Hey. What'd you see? A Medea, Boo Medea 2. Oh, that's right. He was like, when are you going to see Boo Medea? Because he knew I would be the one to Max, see Max, go it. see some better movies. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he has. Hopefully, <laughs> everyone has. But Megan Jake said they only seen one movie. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah. It. Uts. Uts. Did y'all ever eat Uts? Right into us. That's what should be our poll on Twitter. Did you ever eat Uts? <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to watch our new video that comes out tomorrow... You can watch it on youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. You can follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell at Adrian J. Gomez. You can see our cool Halloween costumes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter at Curry Terrell at Yo Adrian J. Gomez. You can follow us on facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. 
And if you have a question for us, you can email. <laughs> you like how I like slowly say it so I can try to yeah. remember what I'm supposed to say. You can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great Halloween. Please be safe. We'll see you Sunday. Bye, y'all.